For those of you who have interned over the summer, or maybe you've worked a part-time job or even a full-time job, you've probably heard of the term work-life balance. But for those of you who don't know, work-life balance is basically supposed to mean that you have balance between your work that you do and then the life that you want to live. Now, if you're working a job or you are interning, then work-life balance means exactly that, the balance between your work and your life. But when you're a student, basically you want to think of work as the schoolwork that you're doing. That could be projects, assignments, homework, whatever that might look like. And then life being life outside of that. In this episode, we're going to be hearing from two professionals who own their own companies. And they're going to be sharing their advice from their perspective of owning a company and how they implement work-life balance. And then after each of their clips, basically what I'm going to be doing is summarizing it all and sharing how that can work for you as a student. Up first is Steven, who's the founder of collegerecruiter.com. So he knows a little bit about the college life. And basically, this is his perspective on work-life balance. A couple ways that we've really helped our employees, um, from, from the newest to the oldest employee, from the top of the organization to the bottom of the organization, is to um, encourage every employee to block off an hour at the beginning or at the end of the day for what we call a strategy hour. And that's when you don't have any meetings, phone calls, etc. You just use that to kind of crank through your email or tasks that you've got for the day. So how can this help a student like you? Well, I actually do something very similar at the start of pretty much all of my days. I take like 30 minutes to an hour to just think about all the tasks that I have to do for that day. So I put that into a to-do list, which I can check off, and it's super rewarding whenever I am able to check something off. But that is usually filled with like emails, editing TikToks, posting on LinkedIn, and things like that. From a student's perspective, that could be something like doing some homework assignments, working on some projects, sending out some networking requests, and even reaching out to some professors to have some time during their office hours. Making this to-do list usually sets me up for success, and that's because now during the day, I don't have to worry about what I need to get done. I have it on this list, and I can just go back and look at it and see, okay, I need to make this TikTok. I need to post on LinkedIn. Boom, I did it. Check it off. On to the next thing. I think a lot of times students like to go with the flow of things, and although that seems great on the surface, it can lead to you forgetting to do a lot of things or just continuing to push things back until that deadline finally shows up. And if you do prefer to do it at night, then just plan for what you want to do for the next day. It works pretty much the same way. We also block off Mondays for what we also we call strategy day, and that gets our weeks off to a great start. It's amazing um, every single employee that's that's come to us and blocks off Monday like that will comment to us about how much more relaxed they are on the weekends because by Sunday afternoon, they're not thinking about, oh, I've got such a heavy schedule tomorrow. I better be checking my email. Instead, they can enjoy their time with them, uh, with their families like they should. And I think what Steven's company does here is super smart. And here's how you can do it as a student. Most universities don't have classes on Fridays, except for sometimes they have some labs. So maybe you don't use Mondays as your quote unquote day off, but you use your Fridays as your strategy days. You can plan for the whole next week on that Friday. And now you know when your projects are due, when you need to work on some things and when you have some free time to hang out with your friends. If you're a morning person, then make sure that you get the majority of your stuff done in the morning. And if you're an afternoon person or a late night person, then make sure you leave some time late at night to do some of work. Everyone's different. And I think when it comes to these things, you really need to understand who you are as a person. 
I'm a morning person, and if you told me to do a lot of the stuff in the afternoon, I'd be completely swamped because I just can't do work after like 2 p.m. So that's why I set the majority of my calls after 2 p.m. So if you're a morning person, maybe you get all your work and all your studying done in the morning. That gives you some time to rest during the day or for your classes during the day. And then ultimately at the end of the night, that's when you can relax, chill, hang out with some friends or do something like that. But now let's hear from Shanna, who's the owner of Wellbeing Works. With respect to maintaining work-life balance, I think the first thing is to forget about the that term work-life balance. Uh, I think it was something that was popularized, but woefully inaccurate about what life looks like. Balance implies that you have equal parts of everything at all times, and that typically isn't the case. What you have is different periods in your life where certain things may take up more space and other things recede, but then that changes over time. So a much more important or maybe helpful tool is to remember that to prioritize filling up your life with things that are important to you and waking up each day and asking, am I filling my life with the things that are most important to me? And if you do that, that sort of um, uh, synchronization or synergy will happen and occur uh, almost naturally. And I really like how Shanna explains it here. Balance doesn't necessarily mean, okay, you need three hours of work, three hours of rest, three hours of family time, three hours of gaming. Balance is making sure that you're happy with the lifestyle that you're actually living. And while this is true, I do think there is one caveat to all of this. While having the goal of work-life balance is super important, I do believe that there are certain times in our lives where we have to go full-out sprinting. That means when you see an opportunity and you throw work-life balance out of the picture and you just go hard on whatever it is that you see the opportunities at. Now, it's definitely not sustainable, but an example of this during like your college career would be during finals week. Your work-life balance during finals week is probably terrible because you need to focus on taking three, four, five, six final exams all in one week. I mean, let's be honest, it's going to be super hard for you to do really well on these three, four, five, six exams while having to study for those, do the assignments for them, and then trying to find time to party, play Xbox, or whatever it may be. This is what I would call a sprint moment. And yes, they do happen, but you have to make sure that these moments don't last for an extended period of time. And I think the difference here, though, is there are people that try to sprint for years on end, and you see this in the whole YouTube space and burnout. Sometimes you have an opportunity right in front of you and you need to go hard to be able to maximize that potential opportunity because if you do it and you nail it correctly, that can lead to a life of possibilities that you could never even imagine. So to finish this all off, work-life balance is definitely something that you want to work towards, making sure that your life is built around what you actually want to be doing in your life. The caveat to that is if you really want to be able to do everything that you want in your life and achieve that balance, there are going to be some times where you do have to sprint. Identify that opportunity, find some time, put your head down, and make sure that you make that opportunity worth it. Because unless you're Kevin Hart or The Rock, if you're trying to go 100 million miles per hour all the time and you don't have that engine to back it up, you're probably going to burn out. And, well, that's about it. I'm out.